Hey folks, Kyle here. Thank you for listening. Just taking another quick second out here and add on uh, my own show. Figure this is a good time to remind everyone of these shows I got coming up. I'm in Eureka, California. I'm in Portland, Oregon, Seattle, and Oakland, California, all starting actually next week. Basically some dates in there. May 16th in Eureka, 18th in Portland, May 23rd in Seattle, and May 25th in Oakland. Doing my show hard to say, uh, this comedy show I'm working on about living with trigeminal neuralgia. I've gone on and uh, on enough about it on here. I really had a, a lot of fun out in, in Colorado last month, and people came out from the shows, and that was it's the best. Seeing people out at shows who, who like the podcast is just the best, and developing this show about the very odd and difficult thing I'm going through has been a pleasure that is unexpected and makes me very happy, and I'm very proud of the show. Um, like I said, the, I've got those dates coming up, kyleayers.com slash shows. Please grab tickets now. Grab them while you're listening to this. Send it to a friend. Tell them to come out. Seattle, Portland, Eureka, Oakland. Uh, I would love for tickets to get moving a little bit. And so would the venues that are emailing me. And they're just it's going to be a really good time. I hope to see you out. Thank you so much. I hope you're enjoying the episode. Once again, kyleayers.com slash shows. Uh, y'all are the best. Thank you. The absolute the best. It's a good show. In a world where every conversation is about what movie or TV show you've just seen. This is Never Seen It. Comedians rewriting famous movies and TV shows they've never seen. Tight. Nice and tight. (laughs) Hey, everybody, this is Kyle. I want that so badly to be the first thing anyone hears. Hey, everybody, this is Kyle, the host of... I've never seen it. This is the podcast where I have comedians rewrite famous movies and TV shows they've never seen. Today we are joined by Marlena Rodriguez. Thank you for being here. Buenos dias. (laughs) And uh, we are also joined in studio by, once again, by Daniel Shar. Bienvenidos. I'm your diversity guest, right? Uh, Well, Daniel was. Sometimes he could go by Dan. Oh, right. Yeah, I'm very diverse in that way. So it's the nickname type of thing. Marlena has never seen the The Shape of Water before, Uh, which just won Best Picture last time there were Oscars, right? I really want to see it, you know, but I just feel like I know what it is, and I don't need it. Okay. So you, did you see any of the other Oscar movies? Mm, mm, No. (laughs) You didn't see any of them? Maybe a couple. Yeah. I feel like there were nine, so maybe a couple. Maybe a couple. Mm-hmm. Did you purposefully avoid seeing this or just not get around to seeing it? I didn't get around to seeing it. You know, it felt it, those Oscar movies, you know, when are you go when do you go see them, you know? I guess I saw them in like November and December. No, it's, you know, it's it's Thanksgiving, it's Christmas. Yeah, who has free time throughout the I holidays? I can't go with my family cuz it's like do they do porn? I don't know. We'll see, you know. Big spoilers. Your family? Uh <laughs> yes, my family and also, you know, I don't want I don't want to watch sex scenes with my family and I feel like uh all the Oscar films that's what they are. They're yeah. just sex scenes padded by dialogue. Have you ever accidentally watched a sex scene with your family that informed this? Yes, I mean in my, you know, in my formative days, I spent a lot of time. <laughs> I believe this is how the Great Gatsby starts. Um, yes, thank <laughs> also, you. Most um, people have formative years. You got you were formed very just quickly. Weeks. <laughs> yeah. It was uh, just it, a couple of formative Wednesdays in, my, in, in the my, 90s. Yeah. In my formative hours, um, <laughs> I would spend, you know, a lot of time watching a Rated R movie with my parents. Knowing, you know, getting the sense that some sexiness was coming and then suddenly, you know, I would have to pee and I would have to exit the room. And then I would just kind of, uh, you know, hang out in the hallway listening Mm -hmm. to my parents watch this sex scene, essentially, um, until it was uh, deemed over. Do you think your parents are like, isn't it crazy how sex makes Marlena have to pee? (laughs) You know, I think maybe it was my introduction to horniness. Okay. (laughs) You know, since horniness does feel like. Having to pee a sure. little bit. Okay. I think we can all agree on that. Yeah, but I'd like you to elaborate a little bit more. Well, just in it's case. kind of like a tickly in your in the bottom of your <laughs> gut. I now want you to teach sex ed across like the a, country. Like a tickly in the gut of your gut. <laughs> in, in your oh, in your gut gut. In your gut's gut. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's where the most intuition comes from, too. Mm. People are like, you really got to think with your gut, Scott. Yes. Okay. So Don't you... trust your gut. Trust your gut's gut. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Dan, did you see The Shape of Water? I did not. You didn't? No, I, I was too busy watching real porn. <laughs> okay. And just worried that your parents are going to walk in while the actual plot happened? Yeah, I made them stand in the hallway until... <laughs> until, until the sex started? Yeah. I understand. Did you see it? I saw it. Did you like it? Yeah, it was good. <laughs> Weird, because this is going to be very good. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> I will, before we even get into it, say this is the most well-formatted script we've ever had. Thank you so much. I think you're the first person to ever bold a word in a <laughs> script we've used. That means extra important. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I think we all know what it means. Well, it could also mean loud. Okay. And sometimes it does. In this? That, those words that I just said were italicized. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, go ahead and let everyone know who we're going to be playing. In, in, in oh, we're getting right it into it. Oh, I'm so right excited. Oh, wow. Okay. This is big. This is big news. Okay. Um, okay. So, Kyle, you're going to be Marsha. Okay. Okay. And she is a woman. I do need you to do a, a very convincing woman voice. And hey, I it's a me and Marsha. Okay. Well, you know, I wasn't going to say don't be ironic. Yeah. I don't, it's too many negatives there. Okay. <laughs> be, you know, <laughs> were those in bold or were those italicized? <laughs> it was bold italicized underline. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. It gets weird. Yeah. Um All right, I'll be Marsha. Yeah. You know, but it's just it's important that I nail the voice. That you really nail a female voice. Okay. Okay. Daniel, um you will be uh Fred. Okay. Uh you will also be Jim. I, th I think you're also doctor, okay. but it is a woman doctor. Okay. So make sure that... It's a me, a doctor. There okay. That sounded pretty okay. good. Okay, now I was going to say, don't, <laughs> you know, don't not do your ironic woman voice. Clearly understood. You got it. I'm just seeing if there's any anyone else in here that... And we'll go back and post and make those sound like stereotypical Italian accents. Uh, <laughs> Those are Asian accents, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, we're going to go fix them. Okay, thank you. Um, unitalicize them. And um, and I will read stage directions. Is that what it's called when you do an Italian voice? Italianizing it? Italianizing. Did you Italianize this? <laughs> when all the letters are little spaghetti noodles in the script, it's Italian size, so you know to hold your fingers together while you do the all line. The periods are meatballs. <laughs> right. Instead of being in quotes, it's just inside of two hands where the fingers are touching the thumbs. <laughs> that's a whole typeface. It's a whole typeface. I'm, yeah, that's got to exist. If that doesn't <laughs> that's exist, yeah. Exist. Italian size. It's that's all great. spaghetti. I Italian feel like size we can also find it. sounds like when you get another pizza. Like when you can I add another pizza on that? Oh, you want Italian size this? Yeah. <sighs> Thank goodness we can make fun of the Italian people, right? It's so funny how Chinese stuff looks really Chinese, too. <laughs> You're on your own. It's dude. like they. Okay. Uh, uh, so we're all cast up here. We're all cast up with nowhere to go. I'm going to do the stage directions. Do the stage directions. Okay. And wait, who's going to be Jim? Oh, oh, Jim is the boss, so okay. that's that's going to be uh, Dan, also known as Daniel, also known as Char. What yes. up? <clears throat> the Shape of Water by the prolific and brilliant Marlena Rodriguez. <laughs> Interior, work office in England, day. <laughs> A woman, Marsha, 47, agreeably unfuckable, sits in her cubicle at her desk, <laughs> typing boredly. Marsha's boss is hanging over another cubicle talking to her co-worker. She tries to get his attention. Uh, excuse me, Jim? He doesn't turn. Jim, par pardon. Okay, Kyle, I'm going to stop you yeah, really quick. I, I understood. I knew the um, notes were coming. I just need it higher. Okay. Like, okay. You just. Marijuana higher? Um, I need it like. Uh, excuse me, uh, Jim? Uh, just like a little bit higher. Uh, excuse me, uh, Jim? That's really good. <laughs> Thank you. I really mean it. Thank you. Okay, okay. Let's go from excuse <laughs> me, Jim. Okay. Okay. But, I, th you know, use that. Okay. <laughs> and it's only 45 pages. You'll this be true. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Can you give me a little lead in here? <clears throat> 
She tries to get his attention. Hey, excuse me, a gym. Okay, <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> Kyle, I'm gonna. <clears throat> I just want to take it back. Okay. I think that was great. Sorry, I read the punctuation wrong. I really like what you're. It was a meatball. I thought it was that Italian is sized. Yeah. And um. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Get- <laughs> so we're gonna, <laughs> just- we're gonna take it back. I can't have my friends do the podcast anymore. <laughs> I can't get anything done. Okay, let's take it back. And you know, we'll do notes at the end. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um. <clears throat> okay. She tries to get his attention. Oh, uh, excuse me, a uh, Jim. He doesn't turn. Jim, <laughs> pardon. Still nothing. She stands up and taps him on the shoulder. He's extremely startled. (laughs) What are you doing here, Marsha? I work here. Still? (laughs) Really? Huh. I've worked here consistently for 11 years. Wow, I just, I, I guess I never see you. What do you have, the power of invisibility or something? Kind of. You're like real sad and lonely, huh? Oh, well, see ya. Marcia sighs loudly. No one cares. She sighs again louder. <sighs> Sigh. We hear a random male voice yell. No one wants to fuck you. <laughs> Sit down. Exterior. Sad looking apartment complex with pool. Night. Later. Interior. Marcia's studio. Night. Same time. She pulls her bed down from the wall. It's sad. Ari Finley has one of these. <laughs> he does have one of those. <laughs> I it's, wonder. It's sad. <laughs> I wonder how many Oscar-winning screenplays just call out miscellaneous friends of yeah. the author. And it's called Murphy Bed. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Ari Finley has one of these. Ari Finley, look him up. As she crosses to her fridge, we see her vision board is covered in shirtless, buff Latino men. She pulls a Lunchable out of her fridge, but it's got pancakes, so it's called a Brunchable. <laughs> it was six ninety nine, which is too much, on principle. She sadly eats it while staring at the wall. That's the closest to a splash. Sound effect do. splash. Splish, 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 splish. Suddenly, she hears a commotion outside in the courtyard. It sounds like a lot of splashing. That sounds like splashing. Marsha puts her brunchable down and looks out her window into the courtyard. She doesn't see anything. Unrelated, she is horny, but that's normal. (laughs) She goes back to her brunchable, but before she can dip another tiny pancake into the syrup, she hears more splashing. Marsha rushes to her front door and opens it. She peers into the courtyard. She stares at the pool. Someone is swimming at this hour? Swimming at this hour? (laughs) It's 11.31 p.m. She exits her apartment curiously. I'm curious! (laughs) Exterior, apartment complex, courtyard, pool, continuous. Marsha sees someone is definitely swimming. Someone is definitely swimming. (laughs) By God, I... I think they're green, like a dark ivy green. Is that some sort of self-tanner? She approaches the side of the pool. Hello? The creature is now swimming towards Marsha, coming in fast. Creepy music and sound effects happen for effect. The creature bursts out of the water and lands on the pavement right next to Marsha. It is buff and naked. It whispers in her ear. Um, 47, female England? You? 108, (laughs) male, space. You're an alien? You know it, babe. But you speak perfect English. That's that Duolingo shit, baby. Baby? Yes, on my planet. You are still in the child stage. One of work. No. I mean, yes. Sorry, no one's ever asked me that before. That's hard to believe. You are unanimously fuckable. They lock eyes. Really? I can't lie. My DNA 
does not allow it. Also, my sexual organ is gigantic. Marcia sees he's telling the truth. This is all happening so fast. Not fast enough. Sorry, what was that creepy? No. No. Good. Now I have <laughs> some paperwork for you to fill out. Paperwork? To ensure your consent, of course. <laughs> he hands her a stack of papers. She starts initialing. Sign here. Mm-hmm. And here. Mm-hmm. Initials there. Okay. And thumbprint there. Sure. All set. Now let's get to your bed. I'd like that. They move to Marsha's place. Did I mention I'm Latino? (laughs) Are you okay? Are you physically okay? (laughs) Fred's penis drags on the ground behind them. Cut to! Interior, Marsha's studio, moments later. Marsha and Fred have crazy human alien sex. Actors improvise sex noises for one full minute. This should be realistic, grounded, but also alieny. So I'll time you guys one minute. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> so remember, it's um, realistic, grounded, um, but also super alieny, and go. Oh fuck! I'm gonna come. Oh fuck! Oh, oh, oh damn. Marsha, anything from you? I came 79. We hear the crack of Marsha's hymen breaking. Oh. oh. Everyone comes. Oh, I just came again. Beat. I'm pregnant! I know. <laughs> Blackout. Nine months later, interior, hospital room, day. Marsha is in violent labor. Fred stands next to her, holding her hand. One last push. We hear a baby cry. Congratulations, it's a boy. They hand Marsha a slimy green alien baby. Let's name him Water. He's such a beautiful shape. Marsha cries, holding her beautiful new alien baby. Its penis drags on the floor. (laughs) Marsha sees the penis hanging out and looks at Fred emotional. It's just just like his dad. Fred gets teary-eyed. Oh, by the way, my name is Fred. And we fade out as the SNL end of show music plays. This has been an amazing time. It's been an unbelievable spot time. And I want to thank everybody here I think you nailed it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Steve Martin's here. Oh. You never know who's going to show up on that show. <laughs> uh, I will say you definitely were very close. I was, though, wasn't I? <laughs> the thing that happens in the movie that I'm just going to leave the SNL in credits music behind us here for Please a while. Please do. Uh, are we allowed to do that? <laughs> who's, yeah, we got a thumbs t- up. Um, the thing that you really nailed is how fast they start having sex. Really? It is very fast. I assumed that would be like the break into Act 3 or something, you know? Like, here's this decision she's finally making to... No. Like, right out of the gate. I shouldn't be eating a donut while I talk about this. (laughs) You know, I I really thought, like, maybe he's gonna... I'm eating a giant red velvet donut. No, you know, she fucks this fish pretty fast. (laughs) And the thing is, like... (laughs) 
That's how the movie was conceived, I'm sure. This is Guillermo. A guy was eating, yeah, Guillermo del Toro was eating a donut. And he's like, oh. Alright, so, right, so, so I like bunch of fish. I mean, I'm pretty horny. It's a good. <laughs> <laughs> is it the velvet or the red? I think I have to pee. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's good. It's a really good movie. It's like very much like an old Hollywood feeling love story, except with the. Like, if, if it was just another person, this movie would have been made a thousand times. I'm excited to see it now. Mm-hmm. You but know, it's good but they I, do fuck. I feel like it will be a little disappointing after this. Right. Yeah, you don't know if he's Latino. Although everyone asks. I think it's clear. Yeah. And uh, they... I don't want to spoil much of it if you haven't seen it, but the... If you haven't, you you have not. We've, we've established <laughs> as we've the entire cursor of the entire show. Um, which, before we go too far, I want to give a big shout out to the people who gave the show... Uh, bad reviews because we missed some details from movies. I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. People are like, actually, that movie didn't take place there, which is like so incredible to me. I confused Winter's Bone and Mystic River, and I, th- I was talking about Mystic River taking place in Missouri when Winter's oh. Bone takes place in Missouri. And they're both just cold movies. And then we got a couple of not great reviews, but that's okay. Wow. Um, it's truly the SNL closing theme is so much longer than anyone remembers. Oh yeah, and so it's a good movie. It's pretty. It's well directed. It's very colorful. Um, it's on HBO she's, now. She's mute. Oh, she doesn't talk. No, she doesn't talk the entire time. Um, Wasn't she nominated? Does the monster sound exactly like me? The monster sounds closer to you than she does to me. But more Latino? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I got in trouble last time, I think you and I were on this podcast, because I <laughs> accidentally did a voice I didn't even mean to, and it, it sounded a little uh, stereotypey. So, you, so made, I you made up for it. Steered clear today. Yeah. yeah. But it's worth watching and good, and I don't think it's very long, and Michael Shannon is in it, and he's good, and uh, yeah, she's mute. And that's wow, sort of one of the one that. of the ideas is their communication, right? It works where she has trouble communicating with people in real life uh, because she doesn't speak. She's a woman. Uh, yeah, I'm, I, those are interchangeable when I'm writing. <laughs> yeah, uh, is right. b- is being a woman and not speaking. Right. And um, let me tell you why. No, <laughs> please explain. <laughs> Uh, all right, we're gonna fade out the SNL thing here, but I think it's one. I think you should check it out if it's on HBO or whatever. Maybe watch it. I will. Yeah. With my parents. Uh. I'll Facetime my parents in. Yeah, they're not, not that bad. I don't. The sex is very bizarre while it happens. It, it's not super sexual. That's. But you sucks. do what you need to do. <laughs> Fuck. Um, I wanted to ask you this thing and, and talk to you about something because sometimes people are interested in. Comedians and, the, and their work and, and what they're doing and what we do like in the industry and stuff. And you've written for television shows. Am I in trouble? No. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, I do have uh, uh, Ronan Farrow is here and has a couple questions. <laughs> if you can answer them real quick oh, just man. about work. A new game on the podcast. A fun new game called uh, Never. This is called Never Did It. And this is where Ronan Farrow comes on and gives you accusations you've never done before. And you have to come up with where you were. And Dan has to be your alibi. And you have to have a calendar. I need you to have your calendar from when you were 17 and remember very specific details, but not where you were last year. Um, or if you emailed anyone at that emailed, at that attorney's office. I mean, it's incredible. <laughs> it is incredible. I just want Kamala to be like, oh, okay, bitch. <laughs> it's so exhausting. I've never it, – it's almost like watching bad improv because you can see people coming up with everything they're saying – completely reactionary no connection to what it's like oh did you just walk through you got bad he has, you're walking through tables we've already established we're in this room <laughs> you're not you don't know how to sweep you're holding the broom wrong it's uh it's incredible how do we get time oh because i was cornering you because it won't stop maybe that's why <laughs> um so you've written for television shows i have and um tell i want to so tell everyone what you've written for um i have written for Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. I've written for George Lopez's TV show. I've written for um, uh, Close Enough, which is a show by uh, the regular show guys, if that sentence makes any sense. Mm -hmm. And I just finished writing on All About the Washingtons, which was starring uh, Senor Rev Run from Run DMC. It was really cool. I want to know, especially like when something's very scripted. Like Kimmy Schmidt is like a very scripted show. Very. Right? Do you watch it? Yes. 
and does it feel weird to watch something that you've written? Like, do you, how involved with, like, because people, we do get people asking questions about, because we get people who are working in all sort of facets of comedy, not just like stand ups doing the show, right? And they're interested in like the process of things like that. And if you spend time watching this thing, you've already spent months, like, if you're working in a writer's room, these right. are lines that you've kind of like delved over a thousand times. Yeah. Uh, it's very... Does it affect the viewing process for you, even like with the show that you watch or even with other shows? It's kind of this weird thing where you just remember where you were when that joke happened. Yeah. Um, but the cool thing is when it's it can be very collaborative, so it can, uh, it can be cool when you hear it and you can't remember who pitched it. Like, you can't remember if you pitched it, if somebody else pitched it. That's a really cool feeling because yeah. that means we were all just really in the thick of it. Um, that show is particularly collaborative, um, but I think a lot of shows do a lot of, you know, coming up with the stories is all happening together in the same rooms or in two rooms where they split up the staff. Um and then uh, a writer will go and uh, after they have the story and the outline, they'll go and write the episode. Then they'll come back and um, we'll kind of go line by line through the script. Um, we also are checking for, you know, is the are the emotional stakes tracking? Is, uh, is this all making sense? Did this go too fast? Sometimes uh, scripts will set up really nicely uh, paced and then they'll suddenly resolve. And that is a thing that that I find happens with a lot of drafts. And it's uh, interesting to see that it happens with people who have been working in the business forever. Right. Um, but <clears throat> a very cool thing was getting to see like a, like a Tina Fey first draft. Yeah. Um, because it was just like it. I just want to preface and say like it wasn't bad at all. It was just like, oh, this isn't done. And even uh, even. She like the acclaimed yeah, comedy writer in right. the world. Exactly. You assume that her first draft is done yeah. and just gets handed in, but you can see, you know, I was able to see she was really just checking off all the boxes of what we needed, adding in some jokes, and then really just preparing it for the room to be able to kind of dive in and mm. and do a joke pass or a story pass or whatever. But mm. Yeah, there's a lot of time spent just figuring out, particularly on that show, just a lot of time spent figuring out, like, what's the best, deepest joke. Yeah. How long from writing a joke is it before you see it? Like, on, like, mm-hmm. like oh, actually, wow. If you, uh, like, 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 sorry, I, I know am it's I like on different set? Show by or, show. Do you actually, do you go while they're actually in? If it's your episode, you're definitely on set. Um, but if you're not your, if it's not your episode, you're probably up in the room working on a later episode. Yeah. But um, it could be with, it's so different with every show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can only really speak from. Netflix. I don't know. I would say the average is maybe five months. Yeah. Something like that. So do you forget stuff sometimes? And yeah. Then like, oh, is that fun? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Watching the season was, was I wrote for season two and watching was so strange because you know, you know it back to front and it all comes together and it feels like, oh God, uh, I can't even like describe this feeling. It's like, it's like I've ah shit. It's like uh, a it's tingly. like it's like a tingly, a tickly feeling in the in your gut's gut. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so you're horny. It's like uh when you put together a puzzle, and you were there for the whole puzzle, so like you knew which parts were really hard to put together. Like I don't yeah. know. This is very specific. I fucking love puzzles. No, I, yeah, yeah, but say, I like this is... specific um, example. Um. Whereas, like, somebody will walk in and just be like, damn, you finished this puzzle? Yeah, and you're just like, you don't you don't know I stared at this yeah. table for six it's hours. It's kind of like And that. eventually yeah. I was like, maybe there aren't edges. Yeah. Maybe there isn't. A, maybe this isn't a tree. Maybe there, there's too much green. 
it's a, yeah, it's this weird thing where it's like, well, I guess, yeah, I guess someone with with fresh eyes just sees the finished puzzle. Yeah. But I am still feeling and seeing all like all the hard work. Yeah, that's what uh, I'm curious about is how viewing a finished product is when you were there before the product was visual at all. It just feels like magic. Yeah, that's kind of cool. <laughs> it just feels like, oh, we did a thing, huh? Yeah. I can't even. And that's like such a specifically joke-fueled chaos show. Do you know what I mean? It's it's so yeah. funny and so comedically driven and everything. That's great. But well, that's... being in that room was insane because let me ask this did you guys share some laughs i would say we shared at least <laughs> three to seven laughs so many laughs that's good but what's the wga rate crazy. per laugh what's the wgapl uh it's five thousand five thousand dollars per laugh <laughs> yes you pay five thousand every time you laugh that's yes. fucked up yeah. yeah it's tough that's where they get you with these guilds well, then you have to register your laughs. <laughs> I always see everyone's Instagram pictures where they're holding a, a piece of paper on the front that says, I laughed, uh, Marlena Rodriguez. And I'm like, look at that. Kelvin. Kelvin is the Instagram filter. That's the only one I know. <laughs> I, like, I don't what? know. He's like, is he talking about a weird type of way, way to measure temperature? You've got to say the mainstreams, okay? You can't just go in with Kelvin. you got to warm us up with Amaro Sorry, or look Rise. at that 1977. Or Nashville. Nashville, Nashville. I love. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> love Nashville. Um, I want to play, we have two new games and then one halfway new game that I want to try with you guys today. And so we're going to experiment and see if these these two new games are any good or if they're absolute trash. Is that okay? Ooh la la. Um, right. The first game is called, yeah, but what feels like it's probably longer. <laughs> what? And <laughs> what? <laughs> so we're, I'm going to tell you two movies and you guys got to be like, tell me which one you think probably feels like it's probably longer. <laughs> Okay, wait, let me just clarify. Is it that when you were sitting in it, it felt longer? Or based on how I feel, I think this one was longer. Like, how do you think? What do you think, like, feels longer? Okay. Well, that Uh, didn't clarify anything, but I feel very (laughs) clarified. All right. um, And I have the plot, the extended versions of the plots here, too, if if that you think will help you. Um, So, and this is based off uh, 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 someone who listens to the show, Allison Abrams, when we were talking about. Uh, debating what movies f- just kind of feel longer than they actually are on Twitter. So shout out to Allison. And we'll see. That way if the game crashes and burns, it it's was fault, definitely yeah. Allison's fault. Uh, but if it thrives, it's because of the tweaks I made. And uh, Oh, good. No, <laughs> no this all sounds good. Uh, so definitely not what are these, Which of these feels like it's probably like longer? Um, the Wolf of Wall Street or The Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers? I got my answer. What do you think? Think about what what feels long with these. Which of these do you think feels like it's probably like longer? Uh, I'm going to say Wolf of Wall Street. I was going to say Lord of the Rings. You think Wolf of Wall Street? Why do you think Wolf of Wall Street feels like it's probably like longer? Because I was watching it and was like, this is probably going to be over soon. And then paused it and it was the middle. (laughs) So I've done that before where... I try and immerse myself while I'm watching things. The donut was a dumb thing to bring in to eat during the podcast. <laughs> I love that that thought interrupted the thought I about immersing yourself. My, yeah, I know. I'm not even immersed enough in this right now, and I apologize. I just like that you're setting up that it's okay to eat on podcasts. You're very I think positive that should be fine. about it. I'm positive that you should be able to. We'll fix that in post. Can we fix me somehow? Italianize it. We'll... Uh, my grave will read, we'll fix him in post. <laughs> and that's what the afterlife is just my post-production meeting where people are like, I don't know, render it? Um, I Can I edit it? Can I, just yes. pu- can I just punch it up? Can I punch up your grave? Can I punch up your grave? Uh, uh, we'll edit this in post-comedy. Okay. Oh. Post-comedy. Then it doesn't even have to be funny. So that pe- Exactly. And then people know, like, you get it. Yeah. Uh, you th- saw Nanette. I didn't. You haven't seen Nanette. No, I was thinking about doing it for this podcast. That surely wouldn't get me any negative press. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually be so funny if somebody did Nanette. Oh, my God. Can I mean, we get Norm MacDonald in here to do Nanette? Yeah, I'm sure it would be in good uh, spirits. <laughs> I'm sure it would be well-intended and... Uh, no articles. Uh, <laughs> ah, you know, funny, uh, quick, quick comedy. Boom, it's over. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) 
Um, okay, so yeah, but I've paused something I was in the middle of watching, and just been like, this much Ozark is left. Yeah, it's forty minutes. Or it whatever. hurts. So, so you think of Wolf of Wall Street because it was just way longer than the story you felt it. I just I had the experience. Okay, really. And and why do we think two towers? What do you, what do you think is just way longer? I've got no experience to back this up. I've never seen a like a frame of a Lord of the Rings movie, but right. um, I just know there are a lot of books, and it seems like it's a sprawling, long, drawn out thing. And I'm very bored by the concept and idea of it all, and therefore okay. like. Any conversation I've been around about Lord of the Rings has felt too long for my taste. Sure. So that's where I'm coming from. Well, with that's that. a fun meter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So I'm going to tell you how long The Wolf of Wall Street is, and then you can stay the same or change. Can okay? I guess? Sure. Is it three hours and 21 minutes? It is exactly three hours. Wow. It is? Mm-hmm. 180 Shit, minutes. Shit. I lost. So which of these feels like it's probably pretty much longer? You can stay or you can change your answer. I'm staying, but I'm wrong. Um, I'll stay, but I think I'm wrong. The Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, theatrical cut is two hours and 59 <gasps> minutes Oh, my God. Ooh. One minute difference. Wow. Oh, my God was a very worthy yeah. ex- expression for that. <laughs> my God. <laughs> the next game is you guys are going to work together. It's called What Movie Is This Character With a Ridiculous Name From? And I'm going to tell you a movie character with a ridiculous name, and we're going to see if you can remember any of the movies that these characters are in, all right? So I'll tell you the characters. Uh huh. You tell me the movie. Uh huh. And then if you can, the actor or actors. Oh shit. Uh, it's, there's there's just ten total possible points here. I think we're gonna get zero. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel it. Yeah, I've seen um, no. I'm movies. feeling that zero. Yeah. Yeah. Character one, Katie Heron. Oh, Mean Girls. Whoa. Yes. Caddy. Caddy, and who plays? Who is Katie? Lindsay Lohan? We have two points. I can't believe I did that. Congrats. Uh, Whoa. Character two, Memphis Reigns. Bowfinger. No. That's a good guess, though. Yeah. Memphis Reigns. Nicolas Cage, gone in 60 seconds. Oof. That's Character awesome. I was three. Going to guess Driving Miss Daisy. My Cast- guess is oh, you're close hu- with Driving from Hustle and Flow. Was going to be my guess. <laughs> if it was Driving and Hustle, you basically would have got the movie. Yeah. yeah. Character three, Caster Troy. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay. I feel like this is probably from, like, the scary movie franchise. Caster Troy. Why are you saying it slower? Like, that's really good. <laughs> He's trying to buy some time so he can eat a donut. <laughs> like I say, that's you like can't I'm, I, I can't mad. buy time by saying something. Like, I'm throwing it in the air and then eating a the donut and catching my voice. <laughs> okay, Caster, Caster Troy. Caster Troy. See, my brain goes to the rapper Pastor Troy, which makes me think that it is a joke from, like, the scary movie universe. My brain goes to Brad Pitt starred in Troy, and that is one of the words that Kyle said. Mm. So I can see we both hear things and know what things sound like. (laughs) 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 I see you both know sounds, reverberations. I don't know if you know both of our brains go places. All right. Um, I'm going to guess Gone in 60 Seconds. Mm Mm-mm. It was Nicolas Cage in Face Off. Damn it, I was so close. Uh, you know what would have been a better name for any of these characters? Nicolas Cage somehow. Yeah. All right, next one. This is all-time great character name. Scut Farkas. <laughs> God damn, that's good. Scut Farkas. I'm so jealous of whoever Scott, thought of this. Scut Farkas. S-C-U-T space. And his name... Is it, it? You do hear his, his character's name a lot in the movie for how he's not Scott. the main character, but you hear Scut and Farkas a lot. Scott. Is it Goonies? No, but you're in the right world. That, I was going to guess that too. Heavyweights? No, it is uh, uh, the redheaded bully from A Christmas Story. <laughs> oh, played by Zach Ward. You know the actor we all think about. Uh, but it is isn't that a good name? Remember when his, his, he calls Mrs. Farkas and she? You know, remember that funny scene where that mom beats her kid. <laughs> classic what? comedy scene. You haven't seen A Christmas Story? Oh, was that? Okay, I'm following. Let's pretend. All right, last one. Last character. Hale, first name Hale, last name Caesar. <laughs> the character is named Hale Caesar. H-A-L-E space Caesar. My guess is like the life of Brian. Are you being serious? <laughs> what? Are you being serious? <laughs> you go for it. Are you being actual serious? Yeah, I was. What's up? Isn't it Hail Caesar? 
No, it is uh, uh, Terry Crews and the Expendables. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. Yes, it is. His character is named Hail Caesar. Jesus. No. There was a movie called Hail Caesar. Right. That yeah. should be it. Yeah, that guy's name is Terry Crews. Yeah, but it's, uh, it's T-E-R-Y-C-R-U. It's Tom Cruise playing him in the movie. Damn it. So he can have a T. Cruise nameplate. Mm. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> I hated that. I hated that. Just the last but one. But you got uh, Caddy Heron, two points. That's the highest score we've ever had in that game. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, isn't it? <laughs> Which is great. <laughs> I don't think we have any more recordings this week, so. You're going to hold that record for a while. You're really going to hail Caesar on this one. God, my dick is so big. Uh, is that why I was dragging on the floor the entire script? Oh, I'm so sorry. Did I leave a puddle? <laughs> My original concept was that he was going to jizz and she was going to be like, it's so shaped. But you left that on the cutting room floor next to his dick. Yeah, I decided to name the baby water instead. <laughs> uh, we, <laughs> we have uh, one more game. And for this game, Shar, uh, I'm going to ask if you'll leave for oh. right now. Oh. Uh, but this game is called Rapid Fire Trivia about a movie you've never seen. Where seeing the movie would definitely help. And I'm going to ask you 20 questions. Wait, where's Daniel He's going? He's going to come back. Okay. Uh, I'm going to ask you 20 questions about a movie you've never seen. Am I in trouble? No. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> always thinks that. Uh, I'm going to ask you 20. Once again, Ronan Farrell wrote in an email 20 questions here. Mm. I'm going to ask you 20 questions about a movie you've never seen. And seeing the movie would definitely help. These are plot-driven questions, quote-related questions. And we're going to see how many of them you can get right. Okay. Um, and then Daniel's going to come back and mm-hmm. take the same quiz. And we'll see you can do better. Oh, okay. Is he gone? All right. Uh, this is about the Entourage movie. I, I feel really good about this. You, I have to stress how hard it was to come up with... 20 questions about the Entourage movie. That seems like a real to-do. Because there's not enough information about the movie to come up with 20 questions. Like, not enough seems to happen in it. Yeah, that sounds perfectly (laughs) correct. Um, Okay. Ready? Rapid-fire trivia about a movie you've never seen. We're seeing the movie. It would definitely help. Question one. What year did the movie come out? Uh, uh, 2017. No. 2016. No, you don't get <laughs> Question two. <laughs> Name two actors or actresses who appear in the movie. Cameos count. Um, Jeremy Piven. Yeah. And, um... A turtle. <laughs> no, I would have also accepted Tom Brady. Question three. Name two characters in the movie. First names are okay. <laughs> Vinny. Yeah. Ari. Yep, there you go. There you go. On the board. Question four. What was the budget of the movie within $5 million? Oh, uh, $30 million. Exactly $30 million. Question, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Question five. What was the worldwide gross of the movie within $8 million? Oh, worldwide? Worldwide. Ooh, I feel like New Zealand could really fuck us on this one. <laughs> um, I mean, there's no way it profited. $21 million. $49 million. No! Question six. Finish this quote from the movie. Ari Gold says, Do you know how hard I've worked to avoid going to Texas? Do you know what they do to blank? Uh, you know, I want to say it, but it's very offensive. Okay. Uh, t- uh, tiny faggots. No, nah, it's, uh, do you know what they do to Jews in Texas? That was close. You were in the ballpark. Uh, question seven, who does Bob Saget... Can I just say I'm really sorry I had to say faggot? I think it says more about the movie than it does about you. That's that where just... I was coming from. Question seven, who does Bob Saget need Vince to have sex with so he doesn't have to? C- uh, Kathy Griffin. Ah, uh, his daughter's friend. <laughs> Kathy Griffin? I <laughs> uh, Like it went from being the cartoon Kathy to <laughs> Kathy Griffin with the little pause. Question eight, what type of gun is hanging above Ari's TV in his office? Uh... A sawed-off shotgun? A paintball gun. Question nine, within eight minutes, how long is the movie? Seventy-eight minutes. One hundred and four minutes. An hour and forty-four minutes. 
Question 10. The cast features four Oscar winners and five Oscar nominees. Name any of them. One more time. The question: The cast features four Oscar winners and five Oscar nominees. Name any of them. Morgan Freeman. No. Billy Bob Thornton, Common, Steve Tisch, Martin Landau, Haley I had Joel four Osment, guesses. Mark Wahlberg, Pharrell, Gary Busey, Liam Neeson. Question seven. During the scene where Eric is walking down Wilshire Boulevard, Turtle and Drama – I feel so weird reading this. Turtle and Drama <laughs> begin yelling the name of a television network in his direction. What TV network are they yelling? Um – HGTV? E. Question 12. What actor-producer said this movie is loosely based on his life? Oh, uh, Mark Wahlberg. Yep. Question 13. After how many days does Vince say his marriage was annulled? 69. Ah, close. It was nine. <laughs> close in the fact that it was Very part of what you close. said. Very close. Question 14. Within point three, what is the IMDb rating out of 10? Uh, 5.1. 6.6. Question 15. Within 7%, what is the Rotten Tomatoes score out of 100? 33. It is exactly 33. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Question 16. Name any movie that Rotten Tomatoes said people who like this movie also like. Skyscraper. Ah, it's actually there was none. There was none ah! there, but it still had the tab. <laughs> Question 17. According to a picture I saw, at some point Vinny is on a big boat looking over the ocean. How many buttons are unbuttoned on his shirt? Uh, oof. You know, this is a tough one. Uh, right, you got to think back to him. Three. Two. Shit. Question 18. What TV show is the Entourage movie based on? Murphy Brown? Uh, no. Question 19. The movie has a scene that takes place at what awards show? Uh, the Kids' Choice Awards? <laughs> <laughs> no. That's <laughs> the Golden Globes. Well, last question. What is the trademarked Viking Quest phrase that Johnny Drama yells after winning Best Supporting Actor? Rape isn't so bad if it was in high school. Close. It's uh, Victory. Yeah, that's very close. <laughs> All right. We got one, two, three, four. Four's not bad for never seeing it. We've got some people bottom out at one. That's a long. That's a, that's a, those are a lot of questions. That's a lot of questions. It's so hard. It's so hard to come up with twenty questions about not just movie. You did All good. Right. Can we get uh, Dan to go? Okay, he's back. Welcome, Dan. Hello. All right. So what we're gonna do is uh, we're gonna play rapid fire trivia about a movie you've never seen. We're seeing the movie would definitely help. Marlena got four correct answers when I asked her 20 questions about the Entourage movie. (laughs) To be fair, towards the end, I was like, it's more fun to be funny. Uh, Sure. Whatever self-handicapping she needs to do for her low, low score four. Yeah. No. I'm going to journal. She could have got five or six. Probably. All right. Uh, So we got 20 questions about Entourage movie. Entourage the movie. Um... I'm more familiar with the musical. <laughs> it was good. Uh, uh, are you ready? Yes. All right, question one. What year did the Entourage movie come out? 2015. Yes. Question two. Name two actors or actresses who appear in the movie. Uh, okay. Uh, God, I know all the character names, but do I know? Um, uh, oh Cameos also count. Okay. okay. Uh, Jeremy Piven. Yes. And... Um, fuck. Why am I blanking on? Uh, does is Bob Saget? Bob Saget is in it. <laughs> <laughs> so two for two. Question three. Name two characters. First names work. Turtle. Yes. And Vince. Yep. Question four. What was the budget of the movie within five million dollars? hundred and twelve million dollars. Thirty million dollars. What do you how much do you think Jeremy Jesus. Piven takes? Question five. What was the worldwide gross of the movie within eight million dollars? Mm, I'm gonna say twenty six million dollars. Forty nine million dollars. Question six, finish this quote from the movie, Ari Gold. Do you know how hard I've worked to avoid going to Texas? Do you know what they do to blank guys like you in Texas? It's very close. Jews in Texas. Damn it. We're going to give you a little half point for that one. I think so. Yeah. Uh, question seven. Who does Bob Saget need Vince to have sex with so he doesn't have to? <laughs> Dave Coulier. No, his daughter's friend. Okay. Well, I guess maybe. I didn't read to see who it uh, Question eight. What type of gun is hanging above Ari's TV in his office? 
T-shirt gun. Ping pong T-shirt gun. <laughs> Good. <laughs> oh no, it's a paintball gun. With question nine, within eight minutes, how long is the movie? One hundred and eighteen minutes. Uh, one hundred and four minutes. Shit. Question ten: The cast features four Oscar winners and five Oscar nominees. <laughs> oh my god! Name any of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ray Liotta. No. <laughs> what do we accepted? Billy Bob Thornton, Common, Steve Tisch, Martin Landau, Haley Joel Osment, Mark Wahlberg, Pharrell Williams, Gary Busey, or Liam Neeson. Wow. Question Liam eleven. Liam Neeson. During yeah, uh, it was it was taking him too long. A question eleven. During the scene where Eric is walking down Wilshire Boulevard, Turtle and Drama begin yelling the name of a network in his direction. Which TV network name are they yelling? Showtime. E. Question 12, which actor-producer said this movie is loosely based on his life? Mm, Mark Wahlberg? Yes. Question 13, oh, oh my God. after how many days does Vince say his marriage was annulled? 12. 9. Question 14, within point three, 14. what is the IMDb rating of this movie out of 10? 6. 6.6. 6. Damn. Question 15, within 7%, what is the Rotten Tomatoes score out of 100? 30. 33. You're within. Oh, Question 16. Name any movie that Rotten Tomatoes said people who like this movie also like. <laughs> um, beer Fest. Uh, trick question. There were, there were none. <laughs> beer Fest it's, is a good beer guess. Beer Fest is a good guess, but this literally has the tab and there's nothing there. <laughs> So if you like this movie, you don't you like don't movies. Like movies. <laughs> Question 17. My mom loved that movie. <laughs> According to a picture I saw at some point, at some point, Vinny is on a big boat looking over the ocean. How many buttons are unbuttoned on his shirt? <laughs> <laughs> Does it have to be a numerical answer or can I say all of them? Uh, you can say all of them if you want. I'll say all of them. It's two. <laughs> Question 18. But what TV show is the Entourage movie based on? <laughs> Entourage. Yep. Question 19. That's where Marlena missed out. <laughs> Question 19. I said Murphy Brown. <laughs> the movie has a scene that takes place at what awards show? AVN. Uh, no, that's the Golden Globes. Damn it. Question 20. Last question. What is the trademarked Viking Quest phrase that Johnny Drama yells after winning Best Supporting Actor? Oh, my God. Um, Spoiler. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I have no idea. Uh I'm a Viking. I uh, know it is. Victory. That was close. Yeah. Let's see how you did there. One, two, three and a half. I'm sad. Four and a half. Five and a half. Six and a half. Got some, some lucky guesses Six there. Six and a half. That's good for not seeing it. Yeah. That's good. Uh, well, we got a few minutes and one more thing to do on the show is sometimes we have users send in scripts to movies they've never seen. Mm. And if you're listening and you want to do it, you can send it in to neverseenitshow at gmail.com and you just send us a quick script of a movie or a TV show that you've never seen and we may read it here on the episode. And we haven't been quite getting to it because we keep running a little long. I'm very excited to get to this one. And so we have a script for Dirty Dancing. Written by Drew Hayes, who has never seen Dirty Dancing. And thank you to Drew for sending in. And so we should have some casting already written up here at the top of the scripts. Oh. And on, on page one, that's your other script, I think. Yes. I'm, I'm, yep. <laughs> what are, you, are you rereading your Shape of Water script? Like, no. this guy nailed Dirty Dancing. What am I not doing? <laughs> I'm just holding the script. Oh, okay. Uh, so we'll let everyone know who we're playing here. I'll be doing stage directions. I will be the dad from Frasier, and I will be construction worker one. I will be baby, and I will be construction worker two. And I will be playing the parts of Drunk Mom and Patrick Swayze. Right. All right. Interior. Beach house in Havana. Morning. A family sits eating breakfast in their vacation home. I'm pretty sure it's in Havana. The sequel definitely takes place in Havana because it's called Dirty Dancing Havana Nights. But this one I'm not actually sure of. It's probably Havana. The only daughter is named Baby. She might have a real name. Maybe Baby is just what Patrick Swayze calls her, like a pet name that a fella calls his best girl. (laughs) (laughs) If this movie was made today, he'd probably be Bay. 
The mother is drinking wine with her breakfast because they're on vacation and <laughs> it's five o'clock somewhere. The father could be the dad from Frasier, but I might be thinking of say anything. The dad, who may or may not be the dad from Frasier, is reading a newspaper and drinking a coffee from a mug that says world's best dad. There's also a dog that is definitely the dog from <laughs> Frasier. The dad speaks to his daughter from behind his paper. Baby, we're in Havana. Why don't you go outside, take Eddie for a walk, give your mom and I some alone time together? The mom scoffs. Why don't you take your father for a walk and leave me for some alone time with Eddie? She looks directly at the camera and does a funny head tilt and a shrug and shrug to show that she was making a really funny joke. Okay, Daddy, I'll walk the dog. She grabs Eddie and leaves. Exterior, construction site in Havana. There's a crew of construction workers building a new resort. All of them are wearing hard hats, work boots, and overalls without shirts underneath. One guy, Patrick Swayze, is wearing a one-piece dancer's garb. It's black and skin tight and leaves very little to the imagination. His hard hat is a little more bedazzled than the rest of his co-workers. He seems very light on his dancer's feet. Baby walks with Eddie. Oh, hubba, hubba. Meow. The dog looks to see where the cat call is coming from. <laughs> okay, that's funny. And is disappointed that it isn't an actual cat, just a pervy construction worker. Hey now, fellas. How would you feel if someone spoke to your daughter that way? I speak to construction worker one's daughter like that every time I see her. <laughs> it's true. I'm told she is a real fox. I come from a family where we respect <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Let me take that one again. <laughs> I come af- <laughs> Let me take three. Yeah. I come from a family where we respect women. As he's saying this, there's a loud snapping noise as the crane malfunctions. A giant eye beam is falling towards Baby. Watch out! Patrick Swayze runs towards her and gets there just in time. He puts his hands up and catches the eye beam, holding it over his head. <laughs> he spins it around a few times, then places it gently on the ground. Wow, that was incredible. I'd like to see you do that with a person sometime. <laughs> Come dancing with me this eve. I'll show you parts of, of Havana you've never seen. The poor parts? Exactly. <laughs> Interior, beach house, bathroom. Evening. Baby is getting ready to go out. Her dad stands in the doorway of the bathroom. What do you mean you're going out? We were going to play Guess Who tonight. It's family game night. I told you, Daddy. I met a man. <laughs> He saved my life and he's going to teach me how poor people dance. Dancing leads to sex? Mm. He storms back to the living room. Baby joins him a few minutes later and he has guess who set up. Sit. He points to the chair across from him in the corner of the room. But da dee. <laughs> I don't want to sit in the corner. There's a knock at the door. The drunk mom is standing nearby and opens the door. Patrick Swayze is there. Ready to go? No! <laughs> she is staying here tonight. She's going to sit in that corner and play guess who with her father. Nobody puts baby in the corner. <laughs> baby runs across the room. She steps over to the table with guess who set up and kicks it. Uh, then she dives over to her dad. He grabs for her but can't get a grip in his with his weak elderly arms. So as he steps up and catches her easily with his dancer's physique and lifts her above his head. He spins and that song starts playing. They leave together and dance all night. It really was the time of their life. Oh, I thought you were... And I didn't have it queued up until... I was, I was hoping that the SNL closing music was going to It's okay. That was great. That was great. That was wonderful. And. Yeah, who knows if we're allowed to just play any song as much of any copyright <laughs> music yeah. as you want. Don't worry, I'm not just stealing the song. I'm also doing it from an illegal stream of the scene of the movie. <laughs> Don't worry, this is parody. Right, uh, yeah, what's parody. the deal with this? Parody. You see, it's transformative. Can you believe this? Satire, baby. This is my tra- way of transforming the art. I can see how you're making fun of it. Right. Uh, thank you guys very much for coming on the show. If Thanks you want to know where to find you online and everything like that, this is a great time to do it. Um, listen to my podcast, What Would My Friends Do, which is basically comedy advice for people who do comedy, but also other fun stuff. <sighs> Please just listen to it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what Would My Friends Do podcast, wherever you find podcasts. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, also, I'm on Instagram, Marlena Got a Life. I'm also on Twitter, Marlena Rodriguez. Dirty Dancing is nothing like I thought it would be. It looks like one of those fancy entrances they do it when someone's wedding has like crazy bridesmaids and grooms entrances, you know? Yeah. Look, they're all like running down the aisles, they got like their big groups of people and stuff. Arms up in the air and stuff. I Here mean, it it's prolific, man. Yeah. Okay. Uh, great, Sharf. Uh, I wrote and directed a movie called Scraps. Hell yeah. Which recently completed post-production. So um, keep an eye out for that. If anybody from Netflix is listening, holler at your boy. Uh, Scrapsmovie.com is the website where you can see the trailer and read about our very talented cast and uh, sign up for updates on that. And then, um, yeah, I'm on Twitter and uh, all that kind of shit at Damn Y'all Char. Awesome. Do you have any secrets, Kyle? Well, yeah, there's this thing that always kind of, I would think. No. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Please give us ratings and reviews and all that sort of stuff. Subscribe to the podcast. We appreciate it. If you want more of the podcast, we have a Patreon at patreon.com slash it. And thank you very much. Bye. It's a good show. <laughs>